0: Today's episode is sponsored by OFD Consulting. Are you ready to become a well-known name in the wedding industry? Megan Ely of OFD Consulting has turned a decade plus of on-stage experience into the first ever online course for wedding pros who want to leverage their expertise and become known as an industry thought leader. In just eight weeks, members will learn how to curate a speaking platform and start booking gigs with the support of an award-winning international speaker. Doors close on February 14th, with classes starting right away. Make sure to register before it's too late. Save your spot at WeddingIndustrySpeakers.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. (coughs) Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling, Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Tea with Janae. I'm your host, Janae Kirshner of Janae Kirshner Photography and the photo education and coaching site, Tea with Janae. Tea with Janae is where we give real advice, tangible tips, and thoughtful insight about what it's really like to be a wedding photographer. I'm super excited to be chatting with Julianne Smith all about how to overcome marketing fatigue in the event industry. Are you burnt out from doing it all, all by yourself? Well, Julianne shares her tips and advice on how to shut out the noise and focus on what's working best for you. A little bit about Julianne is that she is a nationally recognized wedding accessory designer, digital media strategist, and a small business educator. She helps creative small businesses throughout the wedding industry who are struggling and confused with their online presence. Julianne offers done-for-you services, online courses, and speaking engagements on search engine optimization, blogging, and Pinterest. We had such a great time chatting, and I know you're going to love today's episode. All right, you guys, let's grab a cup of tea and enjoy the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I'm so excited you guys are here. I have a wonderful guest on the line today. Julie, can you say hi to everyone? Hello. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm super excited. I, I'm thrilled to talk about this topic. We're going to be talking about how to overcome marketing fatigue in the event industry. And I, I think it's such a good topic that we've never talked about before. So I'm
1: excited to pick your brain about it. <laughs> I'm excited to be here. I think my, my goal, my hope is for people to feel a lot of relief mm-hmm. around marketing and, and just sort of online things and apps in general. And so whenever I talk about this, um, people always just have this huge sense of relief. And so that's what I'm hoping. Awesome. Well, let us know what you guys think at
0: the end of the show. So before we get started, let's introduce you to our listeners. Can you tell
1: everybody a little bit about you, your company, and how you got started? Yes. Thank you. So as you mentioned, my name is Julie and my business is The Garter Girl, where I hand make wedding garters. And... Yeah, I've been doing that since pretty seriously since about two thousand seven, two thousand eight, and my side gig or hustle or whatever you want to call it is. I also work with a lot of other businesses to help them with their online marketing, specifically blogging, SEO, and Pinterest. Um, sort of the relation between the two of them is the wedding garter business is an e-commerce business, right? But But just like your listeners and you, you, your photographers, your service-based businesses. However, we all have the same clients, right? And so the things that I'm doing as an e-commerce business, right? The blogging, the SEO, the Pinterest, that's where I've been really able to help my friends in the service businesses because we have to do these things a lot faster and a lot more uh, diligently over on the e-commerce side.
0: Yeah, I love that. So become an expert with your own businesses, help you be an expert with other people. Yes. I love that. Cool. So I guess, you know, for me, a question, so how did you get, how did you make the garters? Like, where did that start from? <laughs> right.
1: Before we even dive in, I want to, I'm curious. You're like, I can't let this nugget pass. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I get it. So somehow I stumbled upon the one thing in weddings that ha- Hasn't been done or hasn't hasn't happened. Um, So my really good friend was getting married in two thousand four because I'm old, by the way. Just throwing (laughs) that out there. (laughs) Um, And uh, she had a bunch of bridesmaids. We each had a particular job, and mine was the garter. And my friend, she just she loved being a bride, right? She was into all the the things, and so she really wanted wanted a garter, and I just I couldn't find one that was worthy of her i know it sort of sounds cheesy but it's true she was like super stylish and she just had this you know great personality about her and nothing just sort of felt worthy and so i ended up just making it myself and that is where the business started from
0: that's awesome that's so cool I yeah, love that. so you helped a friend. And you started a business. So nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was kind
1: of a slow process, but I thought you know it was kind of something that was always sort of lingering out there. Yeah. And I said you know, and this was again about two thousand eight, two thousand nine. I said you know what, I'm going to do this garter business, or I'm just going to give it up and find something else to do. Mm-hmm. And that is when I really took it seriously. And I said the minute I get bored or I feel like I've done it all, I'm I will walk away and here I am. I'm still doing it. Still not bored. So I love that. Love yeah. that. Well, we're so happy to have you today. Um, yes, thank and, you. Yeah.
0: So let's, let's get started. So, you know, maybe you could explain, you know, what marketing fatigue is and maybe like how within the event industry, we might suffer from it.
1: Yes. I, I hear you. I feel like marketing fatigue is right now. It's like what everyone is experiencing. Um so basically it's just that overwhelming feeling that you feel as a business owner it's all too much it's all a lot right and when we talk about marketing i'm specifically talking about those ways in which you promote your business right so whether you're talking about blogging whether you're talking about pinterest instagram tiktok i don't know what do you use to market your business uh
0: for, that's a great question. For me I use Instagram and uh my website so blogging and, blogging. SEO, and SEO. Right.
1: Yeah. I mean oh, be, and being featured. Sorry, yeah, being featured. Yeah, PR things like that. Yeah. So yeah, it's a, it's it's a lot. I mean just yeah. trying to bring in and what we're talking about here with the marketing, right, is trying to bring in new inquiries or new clients. And it can feel like a lot. Um, you know, y- you don't know what's working, you don't know what's not working. You do things because everybody says you have to do it and you're not really sure of that, you know my, that total like cliche ROI. You just do it because maybe you personally like it, right? Do you, do you personally like Instagram? I mean, um, I know.
0: Yeah. I mean, th- I think for me, Instagram is the one thing that I actually enjoy. So yeah. I have actually um, streamlined my marketing efforts because I took out the things that I hated right. or that brought me stress. And then I concentrated and concentrate on the things that bring me joy where I do know my ROI and I do mm-hmm. know that I'm getting bookings from it. But, and we can dive into that a little bit later. But like, yeah. I think. You know when you're starting out you don't know what in the world you should do so you do it all and then you finally realize oh my god i hate this like for me twitter was like you know like the gates of hell (laughs) (laughs) and it's just such a negative mind space and everyone's always fighting and you know what i don't need that in my life and my my clients are not there and if they are on there they're not looking for me so, you know, I just was like, I'm a photographer. I want to be visual and Instagram has so many different, like it's like 17 things Instagram can do that as a photographer, I can incorporate a lot of those things, not all of them. You know, I don't have to do all of them, but I can do like five or 10 of, you know, five to seven of those aspects and be really happy.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Hey, you know, you got it, you're working it. I think it's, It's not just, I remember in 2009 when I signed up for Twitter and I remember that feeling of like, oh, great, here go several hours of my day. I I specifically remember that feeling. And it's not just, you know, new apps and new things. It's also maybe new features, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, I know that there's a lot of businesses out there and I'm one of them. Like I'm scared for the next new feature that's going to come out on Instagram or Pinterest Um, is because I'm like, I'm already feeling so stretched thin. Mm -hmm. that if they add another feature that I'm going to feel this pressure to do or to try out or to add into my workflow, it can feel really overwhelming. And that's what we're talking about when I'm talking about marketing fatigue. It's like that fear of like, oh my God, please do not. Like I've just, I haven't even gotten into Instagram reels yet. Please don't like change the game. Right. (laughs) It's it's like, no, I've already did it. I've already, my work, my, my workflow is tight. Like yeah. You know, and I know I'm really active over on Pinterest. Um, you know, I have a lot of uh, for Garter Girl. And then, you know, I have the other side of my business where I have a lot of clients um, who I help with their Pinterest. And, you know, Pinterest is like on a roll. They are rolling out new features, what feels like a weekly basis. And right. it can be really exhausting. Totally. So it's, it's yeah. the new apps, but it's also the new features within the apps.
0: Yeah, it definitely hits a chord with me because I know with Pinterest, it's like, we, now you can do story pins and you can do storyboards right. and you can do this. And it's like, you know what? I just can't. Like, right. it, it, you know what? Good for you, but not for me. Like, yes. I just can't do it. And people are like, you should really make sticky pins and stuff. that it, and it's like, you know what? No. Because <laughs> it's just, it's overwhelming. It's so it much. And I also think that, You know, as you and I are speaking here as business owners, female entrepreneurs, you know, I'm running my business by myself. I have a VA to help me with with Janae, but like my photography stuff is just me, and I can't do it all. Like it's just it's impossible. So I have to pick and choose. You know what you start what we started with. You know this conversation. It's like where's my ROI? What's working for me? And I just have to go in hard on those and that, so I don't have the fatigue.
1: But I think the fear of missing out is very real here. Yeah. The FOMO, believe me, FOMO is something I super struggle with, you know, personally and in in business. And, you know, it's, I think the first thing that I always tell people when it comes to this thing is like, to your point earlier, it's like, you don't have to be everywhere to be successful. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to use every feature to be successful on that particular app. Right And uh-huh. so I guess I'm calling them apps, platforms. We, they're sort of all interchangeable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know and, and I, I do think though, there is this pressure, right? Like you're listening to podcasts or you're, you're listening to friends and people have built these, you know businesses, six figures, seven figures, eight figures, and, and they've done it this way and they've, they've done it with through reels and they're now on clubhouse or they're doing and it can you feel like this ping pong ball and you don't know, what to do or what to try out. And I think a lot of it comes down to like there, how do I explain it? It's like, there's this fear that if you don't jump on something early, you will miss out. Yeah. Right. If you don't get on Instagram reels and, and you're not first to market on those, you're, you're done, you're toast. There's no way to recover. If you don't get into you know, story pins, which by the way, were called like idea pins less than a year ago. <laughs> right. If you don't get on that now, it's like, forget it. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I wanted to talk to you today about, and hopefully give people a lot of relief around these things. It's like, you don't have to be everywhere to, succe- to be successful and you don't have to be using every feature and you don't have to be using every feature right away to be right. successful.
0: Well, that's good to hear. Yeah, already feeling calmer, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Namaste.
0: <laughs> so now that we know, you know what marketing fatigue is, you know what are some strategies for combating this? You know, for for not letting this affect you.
1: Well, it's what I was just saying, right? You don't have to be everywhere successful, mm-hmm. right? There's clients everywhere. You have to be where works where it works for you, right? If you don't like TikTok, then don't be there. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, it, part of it is one, it's it's going to show, right? Like if you don't like to do it, you're going to resent it. Your content won't be great. You're going to probably maybe if you are like, oh, well, maybe I'll pay somebody else to do it. It's going to show. You know, there's plenty of businesses that don't have Instagram accounts and they're still making it work, right? Mm-hmm. In fact, I mean, was it Lush Cosmetics deleted all of their social media accounts? Really? Right after... Thanksgiving, Black Friday, they deleted all their social media accounts. And why? Because they didn't want to be in a space that they felt was unsafe. Oh, wow. For a lot of the things that have been in the news right now about social media and the way that people are feeling when they're on it. And they didn't want to contribute to that. Oh, wow. So they deleted all their them. social media oh, and, you know, they're still making money, right? Yeah, so, yeah. You don't have to be everywhere to be successful. And you really have to shut out that noise. And again, that's what we're going to talk about a lot today. And the other thing I want to say is like, you know, you can be late to the party on certain features within apps or with certain platforms and still be successful. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, I had this whole story because so I used to own a blog for weddings in Washington, D.C., um and that took a lot of my attention and i was still running garter girl at the same time and by the way i also have like three kids and you know i've got a lot of of things going on and i had this whole story about how i didn't you know i never really did anything with the garter girl's instagram and now because I was focused on all these other things and I didn't grow the account early. And that's why I don't have over 10,000 followers. And that's why I'm not successful. And I had this whole story and it's it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And it's this story that I've created in my mind. And, but I do think that's a lot of that is where it comes from is this fear of like, I'm not growing. I'm, I'm not like growing by these sort of metrics that you and I both know are sort of meaningless, right? Right. Like likes and things like that don't add money to your bank account. But it's you do you can be late to the party, right? You can join idea pins when it works for you. You can start doing Instagram reels if and when it works for you. If you don't, if you want to join TikTok a year from now when you've had time to like mentally process it and add it into your schedule, you can do that. You can still be successful right? Like I have a client whose Pinterest account was nothing and I've grown it. In the last six months, we've gone from 20,000 impressions to 300,000 impressions a month. Amazing. So it's like, don't tell me that if you're late to the party, you can't, you can't grow. I think also people need to
0: realize that one, your Instagram following actually doesn't matter. I mean, yeah. If you want to be an influencer and you want brands to partner with you, yes, you have to have it. A, matters. It matters. Of but we're small business owners, and if you have good content, you don't need like a ton of followers because you don't want a ton of um, clients. You know what I mean? Like, if you have a hundred followers and ten percent of your followers are clients, like, you know what I mean? Like, you do the math, but, and some of those people who have large followings by their followers. Like it's not even real. Like yeah. so, so many things are not real on Instagram that like for me, like the T account is new. Mm-hmm. And, and yes, it's not like growing with leaps and bounds where, you know, if I had started, you know, I started my personal Instagram account for T uh, for Janae Kirshner photography, like literally when Instagram started, like I'm old too. <laughs> <laughs> and, You know, do I have a, you know, do a million followers? No, because I just didn't understand the power of it. And like, did I miss that boat of like phenomenal growth? Probably. But does it matter? No, because the 10 to 15 clients or even more family clients that hire me, that's all I care about. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like that's my um, metric that matters to me is dollars in the bank, not followers.
1: Exactly. Well, I mean, you don't. So you you are correct in your what you were saying earlier is that there is a difference between using the platform as a business. And using the platform for your business. Mm-hmm. You and I were using it for our business, right? We make money doing other things, right? You do the photography, I sell wedding garters. Now, if you're an influencer and you're making money through your Instagram account, or you're making money through, the, you know, your TikTok videos, that's a totally different ball game, right? And I think there's a lot of pressure to compare ourselves to these people. Um, who maybe are giving advice like this is how i grew my business this is these, you know this is what works for me and it just i keep coming back to i used to have this course about like blogging for your business as opposed to blogging as a business and i think a lot of times you know we compare ourselves to people that aren't worthy of comparison right right it's like apples to oranges yeah. and so one thing i wanted to mention was like you were saying about your instagram is like so for me the the one thing that's really really helped me and guided me and really sort of like kept me in my box so to speak is like i have very specific goals for each of the platforms that i use mm. and that helps me decide what i'm going to do and that really decides my Strategy or tactics on the platform, if you will, Um, and when when I'm feeling like helpless or feeling overwhelmed by, like, you know, my ego on the platform, and I don't have these things, and I'm I'm looking at all these other people whose lives seem amazing, and mine is just crap. And you know, when I get that way, I'm like, no, no, back to your goals. Why are you on here? And so, if you want, I'm happy to share um, my goals. We can I. The main areas where I focus are Instagram, Pinterest, and then my blog or my website. Yeah. Um, so for example, like, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I would love for you actually to share some of your best practices of for yeah. setting
0: your go- goals. I mean, I yeah. think it would help people immensely.
1: Totally. Okay. So I'll just start with my goals real quick. And it's number one, to show that I'm open for business. Okay. Number two is to show that I'm a real person, right? I am the girl of Garter Girl, if you will. Number three is to show my custom work, right? To show the range of what I do. Because that is like 75% of what I do is I work with um, brides and their moms or their grandmother's wedding dress, okay? Mm -hmm. So it's three. One, to show I'm open for business. Two, to show that I'm a real person. And three, to show my custom work. And all those things can be a little difficult to do on your website, okay, not difficult, but well, we'll we'll table that. That's another conversation for another (laughs) day. But so, and then how does that like translate, right? Like what what do those three goals do, right? And so number one, it means for me, I post regularly. I try to post every single day. So it looks like the lights are on, right? Mm -hmm. And so for me, it doesn't help if they come to my Instagram account and they see that I haven't posted in a week, six months, three weeks. I don't know. I need them to know like, Hey, I'm open for business. Right. And you know, I've ha- I've, I've listened to all the advice out there like, Oh, for, you know, engagement, you don't need to post every single day. And I'm like, but I do because my goal is I'm trying to show that I'm open for business. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So number two, um, how do I show that I'm a real person? One is like, I'm over my fear about me and I show my face in my feed. It's my favorite <laughs> thing to do, but I do it, right? Okay. And then the third way, or like I try to do it every you know little bit so that it's, it's not this huge gap. Um, and the third way that I get my goal is that I try to post as much as I can about like my products and my custom work. And like, just sort of use it as a mini gallery. That's it. Like done and done, I'm out, I'm done. Right, like right. I'm not, I'm on to sort of the next thing that I have to do. And when I get all jacked up about like my engagement, I don't even look at my engagement numbers, frankly, because I don't care. Mm-hmm, I don't mm-hmm. care. Two likes, one like, it doesn't bother me because that's not one of my goals, right? Engagement and likes don't pay my bills.
0: Right.
1: Paying my bills is like selling more products, So as long as that post checked one of those three boxes, or I try to have them check two boxes, right. As long as that post showed a, that I was open for business and B that I'm a real person. Like I, beyond that, I can't do much more. Yeah. Right. And that, but that's going to be different for everybody, right. You might have different goals. Um, we can talk about like sort of how to set goals or what have you, but, um, I just it's like I always use this example's like do you remember last spring when clubhouse came out oh yeah for sure everybody and it jumped was, on it oh my god i had so many people so many people that were like in my face you got to join clubhouse you have to join clubhouse get on clubhouse you're going to miss out you're missing out right you're missing the boat you're missing the party And it was this whole party. I mean, text chains of like friends that were like, "You, sorry, you can't talk about it unless you're on Clubhouse. (laughs) And I thought about it for about a minute. And I was like, you know what? This does not align with my business goals right now. Mm -hmm. And so I've adopted this. I don't know where I heard it. I'm sure someone else more famous, but this is this is what it comes to be when new features and, and new apps. It's like, it's not a no. It's a no for right now. Yeah. Oh, good one. Love I that. was like, I'm not a no for Clubhouse forever, but right now it's a no. Yeah. For these reasons, right? Like this is what I'm trying to do. And this is, this is like sort of the areas where I'm invested to try to do what I'm trying to do. And Clubhouse right now for me is a huge distraction. Right. I, I and I just can't be I tried distracted. It. Yeah, I
0: tried it. I mean, I ha- I was on there and I was doing these after the teas on Clubhouse for a little bit. But at the end of the day, it's like, I can't work and listen to somebody talk. Like it's not, I, I don't have the free time to just sit and listen to people talk about other things. Like while I'm trying to, like a podcast is different. You know what I mean? Like it was just, Cause it's interactive and you'd have to raise your hand and you would have to do all these things. It's like, I just want it to just play and I don't want to be bothered. So yeah.
1: <laughs> some you know. people really like it and they've done really well with it. I've, oh, I've yeah. heard all this. Oh, I've gained so many Instagram followers. I've made so much business and yada, yada, and you're missing out. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not saying that it won't be beneficial to me in the future, mm-hmm. but it is a no for right now yeah, for I me. And it was, it was really, cause it can be tempting Believe you me, you're watching. I made six, seven figures and I'm doing these. It can be really tempting. Mm-hmm. And I just have to keep going back to like, not just what are my goals for the specific platforms, but it's like, what are my business goals? You yeah. know, and like last week, this wasn't even on the list. Right. And now all of a sudden you're telling me that I need to have this new. Th- I don't know. I'm like, I just, I just don't buy it. When it comes to if you don't get on something right away, you're gonna you're gonna miss out. I miss out, yeah. And I
0: also like it's bringing up some memories for me. Um, you know, with Instagram where they started stories like that came out. Yeah. I was like, this is like crap. I'm never doing this. You know, I was, <laughs> I was like, I'm not gonna do it because they were taken from Snapchat. But now it's like I love stories. Yeah, I love talking to my followers and my audience, and my friends, and it's just such a nice. I I'm like obsessed and then reels. It's the same thing too. Like TikTok, obviously with the beginning of the pandemic, I was like, I'll get on TikTok. I have nothing else to do. Um, but that I've closed that. And now I'm just focusing on reels, but I use it in a way that works for me. Right. Like right. I don't want to be on camera, like doing silly stuff for my clients. You know, like I'm just not going to do that, but I will okay. share for me that works for me is behind the scenes. And that does the best. So like, All of the videos that I've taken throughout the course of the year, like now I can make little reels about. So I, for me, was very strategic as to the content I was creating or was like backlogging. So now Mm -hmm. I can make reels and in like a really good way. And I'm actually getting paid for it. Like Instagram invited me to make money from it. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's awesome. So like Things happen for a
1: reason, and then I'm like, "All right, this is, this is working out." So for me, it works. <laughs> yeah, it was like that wait and see approach, and yeah. I'm going to see how this fits into my goals. Right? It has the goal. I'm not, I i do not know your goals, but I'm it, one of them is to get more clients. Right? And so clients want to see my behind the scenes. It it it's goodwill makes, or whatever. Makes it, me more human. Yeah, it makes you more human. We have we, again, we have all different. Everybody's goals are different, yeah, and um, that's why I just encourage people. It's like before you get into the tactics and the strategies, right? Like taking the course on how to do the reels, and 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 you know. Joining different groups for you know using all the hashtags or using five or I don't know how many hash like before you get into (laughs) right worrying about sort of how you're gonna execute like back back it up back up the truck right like hear that beeping sound and be like what are my goals yeah and then those goals will then define they make the the strategies or tactics that you're doing like five hundred times easier yeah so let's talk about that how do you suggest people figure out their goals. Yeah. I mean, well, first of all, number one, they're going to be totally different from everybody else's. And also too, it's like, you don't have to justify your goals to anybody, right? Like, so for my goals and for your goals, like, I don't have to worry about explaining them to you or, you know, you don't have to like sort of make excuses for why you have them. And I, I think that sometimes it's like, well... I don't know. Is this the right goal? I'm not sure. It's like, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks it's what works for you. yeah. And like, to your point, it's like, I do stories because I like it. And that's great. And it's a, it's a release for me. It's a mental like break. And that can be a good goal, right? Like I'm gone, I'm on here to decompress. And so everybody's goals are, are, are different, right? Maybe some people are on Social media to be personal and not to be business, right? So again, it's like not only do you get to define your goals, it's like you don't have to justify them to anybody. Right? Um, And then the next tip I would be, it's like just remember where you make your money. Is it on the actual platform? If so, then yeah, you probably need to like worry about your engagement. You need to worry about you know your likes and your followers and all that kind of stuff. But like. Since we're talking on your podcast about photographers, do you make your money on the platform? Because if not, then your goals need to look like someone whose goals make money selling their photography services, wow. right? Mm-hmm. And and like I said, I mentioned this before, it's like blogging as a business or blogging for your business. So you can just sub out the word blogging. like It's like Pinterest as a business versus using Pinterest for your business. So just As you're making your goals, again, remember where you're making your money. Um, And we just mentioned this, I mentioned this a little earlier, is also like compare yourself to yourself, right? Not to other bloggers, not to other influencers. You know, again, I used to teach a lot about blogging um, and, you know, other people who were service-based businesses, photographers, planners, they would try to compare themselves to wedding blogs. And they would think, well, I need to post three times a day. And you know, I need to have a strategic mix of, you know, all these different things. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> right. Like the blog is how they make money. They don't do or en- make anything else. Right. You make your money selling your photography services. Totally different ballgame. Right. So again, just compare yourself to yourself, not some YouTube star or some TikToker who's making money on those things. Right. Um, that's great advice. I love that. Like just compare yourself to yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's It's so simple. (laughs) Um, and then the other thing is like, I try, I think my husband would maybe argue differently. I try to be efficient. Um, and it's like, what's the most cost-effective way, like time-wise and money ways and like sort of what's the best use of your time here. And that's, how I sort of come about my goals, right? Like, how can I do this quickly, right? And like, how can I spend the least amount of time and sort of the least amount of money trying to not just like do my goals, but like execute my goals, right? Like, it's like, I want to make it look like I'm open for business. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, I'm going to just pre-schedule a bunch of stuff and not like worry about it. Right. And then for you, you were saying like, my clients are on Instagram, right? That's cost-effective for me because they're there. Right. Right. For me, I know for a fact, and I I would argue like a lot of your listeners, like if you're in the wedding business, a lot of your clients are on Pinterest. Right. 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 So just think about sort of like the cost-effective time and money-wise, like where are your actual clients? Right. And then like, if you are using the platform, right. Like you were saying, like, it's like a wait and see approach, right? Like I'm actually going to use and experience reels. And for me, like my goal of make it look like I'm open for business. It came around because I was, would use the platform to like, look up other businesses or to find out different things I was working on. And like, they hadn't posted in months, weeks. And I understand that. I do, except that I'm like, are they even still around? Yeah. And then I was like, well, what is, what do my clients think when they see that? And so again, it's like using the platform before you sort of jump into like, this is how it has to be. This is what I have to do because it's based on somebody else, what worked for somebody else.
0: Right. I think that's such a valid point. I mean, I remember one of my um, vendors that I used to make uh, a few things, they had it, I checked their Instagram account and they hadn't posted in almost a year. A year. And yeah. I, Email them. And I was like, Hey, I'm about to place an order. Are you still in business? Yeah. And they wrote back, Oh yeah, we're here. And I was like, well, you guys haven't posted in a year. You should like work on that. Yeah, (laughs) Like, you know, it's like this perceived perception of you where, you know, people listening like, Oh, I can't post every day. And you know what? You don't have to do what works for you. I know for me, like personally with Instagram, like I post two, three times a week. I do a lot of stories. I make reels. I do other things in the app. So mm-hmm. like for me that works, but if you're just starting out, maybe you do want to post more often. Like, mm-hmm. like I think, you know, what Julie's saying, sit down, figure out your goals, figure out what it's going to work for you. And then, you know, track your progress, you know, where are things coming from it, You know, some of my clients, uh, my coaching girls, like, you know, they get like of their leads from Instagram. It's like, well, that's where we're going to spend our time because that's where your clients are. Yeah. You know, like if Pinterest is like your number one lead magnet, well, girl, that's where you got to go. You know, that's where you have to be. Yeah, for sure. I
1: mean, I think it's, again, it's coming back to, for me, my goal is to look like my lights are on, right? And so how, how does that translate into tactics, right? So for me, I use Planoly as the scheduler. Mm-hmm. And for me, again, because I'm trying to post every single day, I'm not trying to break the internet with every caption that I write. <laughs> now, people that post once a month, once a week, right, they can afford to put more time and energy into each one of their captions. And I'm just using that as an, as an example, or they can, you know, afford to spend a little more time looking around at the image and making sure it fits in the grid and it looks good and, you know, things like that. And so, but again, for me, my goal is like time efficiency, look like you're open for business. I'm literally like, I'm going to toss that picture up there and we're going to write the caption and that's, that's going to be the end of it. Right. Right. Like it's, I'm not trying to break the internet with every single thing that I do, just like with every blog post that I write and with every pin that I put up. Right. right. I'm not trying there. There's sort of, um, you know, again, my business is my goal is to look like I'm open for business. And I, I, one of my goals for Pinterest, I haven't discussed those, but one of them is to like take over the, my keyword on Pinterest, which is wedding garters, right? Like I want someone who, random chance that someone types in the word wedding garter. I want to be all over that, Mm -hmm. right? What does that look like? That means it needs for me to be a quantity game versus a quality game, Mm -hmm. right? Meaning I need to pinning the maximum amount so that there's no confusion in the little Pinterest algorithm's mind that I'm the account to show when it comes to wedding garters. Yeah. I love that. Right? And so, it again, it's like, back to your goal. The goal is to look like you have the lights on. Is the goal to write the most amazing caption ever? No. Like, so, you know, I know it can be, it can feel overwhelming, right? When we talk, like, I haven't posted in a year. It's like, how can we boil this down and make this so, so simple that the job gets done, the box gets checked and we move on. Right. Right.
0: So I I think I would love, you know, to sort of, we're wrapping up this talk and sort of give our listeners, you know, maybe some tangible tips on how they can actually, you know, what can they do to overcome their fatigue strategically? Like maybe you could just walk us through like the three, three things that you would recommend like starting
1: with. Yes, definitely. I feel like, well, first of all, the things that we were sort of talking about earlier, right? Like, it's like, it's not a no, it's just a no for right now. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so um, that would be like, be okay with missing out, be okay with being late to the party, um, you know, and don't forget sort of where you make your money and and let that be your driver. Um, Number two, it would probably be, well, this will probably be number one. But it's like, get crystal clear on your own goals, Mm -hmm. right? It's the things that we talked about. Don't compare yourself to others. Don't apologize for your goals or try to justify your goals. The only person you justify your goals to is you, Mm -hmm. right? But get crystal clear on those goals, right? Like for me, looking that I'm like, my lights are on on Instagram is important because it's what I was saying earlier. Like I'm an e-commerce business. I'm in the volume business. It's important That when people are ready to make that purchase, I don't know. And and for me, I'm hoping it's like very often, right? And I can't afford to have like a week, a month go by where I'm not posting because, like, what if somebody in the middle of the night is ready to make a purchase? They're not sure. They go to my Instagram account to make sure I'm not like some crazy person right? Mm-hmm. So I don't, like for me, again, I'm in the volume business. So that's why it's really important for me that I'm, I'm posting every day. So get really, really crystal clear as granular as possible as you can on your own goals. Um, and then my last tip would probably be to let those goals set your strategy
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, and sort of the tactics, the day-to-day, right? So yeah. I was saying about like, okay, we want the lights to look like they're on. What does that look like? Okay, it looks like I'm just gonna pre-schedule every day and I'm not gonna worry so much about the captions. Right.
0: Right. And if you and if you know, people who are listening who are photographers who are like, well, I want to put a little more effort in there and I want to do more captions, like, go for it, you know. Do like, it. I, yeah, definitely, and be strategic about it. But I love Julie's like approach to being really specific and taking the overwhelm, you know, out of marketing and just you know, what are the three things that you want to show up for and then make that part of your marketing plan and marketing strategy and then move from there?
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't, I can't think of a time where the actual individual business owner had so much access and control over the marketing, right? Mm-hmm. It used to just be, oh, well, we would do PR and you would have that type of marketing or you would pay for an ad and, you know, you really didn't. You, I just we just have so much access to consumers right now as a business, and it can feel really overwhelming, Mm -hmm. right? Because like it's like you're in the driver's seat of bringing in those new leads, and that's a that's like a big responsibility, right? Yeah, but this should help everybody. (laughs) Well, and you know, and then to say nothing of like trying to be the best photographer you can be, right? Right. And so it just it can feel really a lot, a lot and it can feel overwhelming um, and so i just i hope that people understand that that the exhaustion that you might be feeling right now it's very real and a lot of businesses are feeling that way if you're feeling tired from all the online marketing you're you're not alone so hopefully you got some relief Yeah, I think so. I feel better.
0: (laughs) I feel calmer.
1: I love this. Well, if anything, maybe it's like, I'm on the right path. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And
1: I also think people,
0: you know, I talk about this a lot over a lot of shows, but like permission, you know, people also sometimes have to give themselves permission or someone has to say, you know what, Julie, it's okay if you want to post once a week, it's okay. You know, like yes. you, you do, you like do what works for you. Like you need to post every day, post every day, you know, like what can you withstand and what do you want to do? And what are your goals? I think setting your goals, if you take nothing away from this episode, that to me is like the biggest takeaway where you just figure out your goals for the platform and then, and then go forward from there. I think yeah. they're really the best thing.
1: I hope that everybody it's, Whenever people I do talk about my goals for the platform, they always look at me like, "Oh, never thought of it that way." Exactly, and also too, it sounds lame, but it like it helps me decide what I'm going to post about. It just makes the whole process, the tactics that I'm talking about, it makes all of that a whole lot easier. It, yeah. it just, it kind of like, it's like, oh. I know that I want to, you know, make sure that I'm showing that I'm not some crazy person they should feel comfortable buying from me. Right. So that means I'm going to show my face every week or two. Right. I need to make sure that it looks obvious that, you know, we're a business. Right. So I post uh, testimonials or like reviews, like nice things people say about me. I post them every, I think it's six posts. So Mm -hmm. that's two already done. So like it just, it it makes the whole thing a whole lot easier when you know exactly what you're trying to do and the box you're trying to check. And I'm like, okay, well, the custom work is a huge priority for me. So like, that's like two or three posts already down. So now we're down to like, I only have two more. Right. Right. So that, that it just, it all becomes a lot easier.
0: Yeah. is crystal
1: first. clear on your goals. I love it.
0: This has been so awesome, Julie. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks
1: uh, for having me. chatting. I could do this all day long. Yes. Uh, make sure you call me if you're thinking about starting another platform or an, just I will. Or you join the next thing. I will, I will run it by you next time, <laughs> yes. yes. but I can tell you right
0: now, I'm not joining anything else. Yeah. Just
1: remember, it's not a no,
0: it's a no for right yeah, now. It's a no for right now. Yeah. I love that one. I feel like very, um, David Rose when I could say like, no, not right now. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Said in my best
1: totally. Alexis voice. <laughs> David. So let's tell
0: everybody where they can find out more about you, your services and say hello online. Oh,
1: I would love, it's not, if you guys get in touch with me, I will not be fatigued about it. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> so my Instagram is at GarterGirl, or my personal one is at the Julianne Smith, or you can just visit my website, gartergirl.com or juliansmith.com. Awesome.
0: Cool. Well, these guys, uh, you can swipe on up and click on the links in the show notes. Let Julie know you listened to today's episode. And thank you so much for being here. It was so much fun. And I hope to have you back on soon.
1: I would love to come back. Thank you so much.
0: liked today's episode I want to give a huge shout out and a big thank you to Julianne for being our wonderful guest today it was so amazing getting to chat with you and I really love today's topic if you guys want to find out more about Julianne you can just swipe on up click on the show notes and let her know you listened to today's episode okay you guys I can't wait to share our next cup of tea together bye